Welcome to the Religiously Offensive Podcast. Ball obsession. Because <laughs> I'm 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 kind of working through a little knee injury. I just hit record. Can you just say that again? Yeah. Um, so let's talk. <laughs> welcome back to the pod. Squad pods. All boys pod. Let's get it. Yeah. Welcome back. I guess before we start, we do miss Gabby though. Make let's sure see. make sure to like and subscribe if you like what we're talking about or what we're doing. Even if you don't like everything we talk about, because there's really zero chance of you liking everything we talk about. Because we go all on tangents. That's what half of this is. So anyway. But that, that was a tangent. Still I was about to say. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Exhibit A. <laughs> love that. Love that. <laughs> so, pickleball. Yeah, so I have developed uh, somewhat of a knee injury over the last uh, couple weeks, unfortunate, mm. from disc golf. Uh, mm-hmm. No regrets. Mm-hmm. Weird, you're the one bringing up pickleball because you haven't played with us yet. Oh, I know. He would love that. I have yet to play the sport, but it is kind of kind of swept over. It's the greatest thing. The office. It is the ultimate hobby. And 100% came from Luke. Yeah, we're we're in it. Yeah, uh, we're yeah. shoulders deep. Right? I think this was like a, a a basically a twelve month long con job <laughs> no, to get everyone on the. Nobody it was a slow turn. In. You're you're literally turning a cruise ship, <laughs> and you're just like, just wait till they just taste the glories of pickleball. I literally remember the first day we played. After the first game, Nate's on his phone. Net paddle back. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm Literally getting. Really all got to I'm, getting I'm getting texts in the group chat from Nate, and Nate never texts in the group chat. It's just like pickleball seven a.m. Yeah, <laughs> it's like there's something about this pickleball that you. I'm excited to delve it's into. Something special. So uh, yeah, so it's a game for the unathletic. What can I say? The unathletic I mean, and the ad- athletic alike. I mean, you've got you've gotten off the ground pretty good when you see an opportunity for a spike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's going he's back got to Michael Jordan's yeah. first senior he's, year he's volleyball. He's just like <laughs> bunnies. <laughs> it is the ultimate sport for anybody and everybody. Yeah. Is it because it like equalizes the playing field largely? I well, mean, athleticism is a is a factor, but it's not it's not the dominating factor. Right. Like if you go out and play basketball, well, it's like, like it's like yeah, totally. yeah you're, basketball. You stuff. got you're not going to get a single point. Right? You don't see dudes in their seventies playing basketball right, on the regular. Right. Yeah, yeah, but, hey, but Uncle Bill still plays. But they still, they still do. He's got a jumper. Yeah, he's they got s- a squat at the Y. Because it what racquetball's like that too, where you could just play smart and not run around all over the place like I do. Yeah, basketball is <laughs> such a big court unless you're playing half court. No, I, I mean, said racquetball. No you, yeah, you can't do that in basketball. I was saying, oh, yeah, I basketball. basketball. Yeah, yeah. No, Stand I changed the subject. I I went like this. Yeah. Oh, I changed the subject so right. hard. Tangent. Yeah, I love it. What we do. It's all of what we do. We should we should record a pickle session. <clears throat> give it give the people what they want. Pickleball. Right. Set up a couple cameras. Specified <laughs> pickleball. How many GoPros you got? Let's strap a couple pickle of those. Like pickle chest. session. Yeah, yeah, pickleball. This is like I'll just come let your imagination run wild. I can referee and just strap a that. GoPro to my head, and we can just do you even know the rules. <laughs> <laughs> this is, sorry, Dude, guys. I'll, our ref doesn't know the rules. Thirty minutes on YouTube. <laughs> Good to go. That's right. It's, it's a bit confusing at first. Like the scoring, and you swap places when you score, and like there's some. You better not touch that kitchen. You better well. I don't know if you you can't hit the ball well in the kitchen. That's correct. Be established, that's but correct. you can be in there. No volleys. It's allowed. just dangerous. Yeah, 
is it worth the risk? One would say yes. One I would think say it's no. worth saying on the pod. JJ and I are thirteen and one against thirteen and one. Nate and Kyle for no good reason. <laughs> we we cannot figure it out. We can't put a game together. We just can't finish. <laughs> yeah. Although that one really does irk me. That's that second <laughs> victory is going to feel real good. They got us first game the other day. It just drove me nuts. Yeah. I think I'm over it now, but it took me at least a calendar day. I 24 hours? Probably. Yeah, well. All smiles on the outside, inside, furious. <laughs> yeah, well. Just Mordor. Just, and just imagine the, well, and more the lava. Because we were up early, and then they, they mounted a pretty legit yeah attempted it comes like 10 and um, nine ten three. And three so you had no hope and then you you <laughs> then saw a sliver so much hope you're we were up like 11 light, we were up 11 the ten. yeah and then they scored it's meant to be uh, yeah you see it i already love to see it 13 and one though i mean they got a long journey to make that interesting that's fair yeah but we did we do we're best of 27 right now <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we did not yeah we didn't do ourselves any favors for sure i like our odds yeah yeah, it's a good odds. Yeah, I'll take that. And then JJ faked it, kid <gasps> needing an issue so they could leave, so we didn't get any more. Uh, well, you were up by three. I mean, okay, classic. JJ. More dubs. <laughs> the ultimate. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I gotta go. The ultimate wild card. <laughs> yeah. Right. I gotta go advantage. now. Oh That's boy. Great. Boy, Justin had a new idea for uh, a church matching app, didn't you? Uh, I just thought it'd be hilarious if, uh, because we do it anyways, but it's not just like formal and the last, you know, since pandemic, uh, kind of delved into the online dating waters, which is a, an absolute dumpster fire. Like it's, it's as bad as you would think it is. I wouldn't know. And honestly, I probably didn't provide a lot of quality, you know, to that whole thing. I'll just be honest. <laughs> you poured fuel on the I fire. I probably, yeah, I probably contributed to the, the lesser, you know, <coughs> qualities of it they've thrown a molotov or two who knows i don't know um <laughs> but it just would be hilarious if you're like new to a city and you get on this like we we make a new dating app for churches and every church like gets a profile and you got like five pictures a couple like prompts to answer and you swipe one way or the other on a church i don't know is this for dating or is this for like selecting a church no just to pick a church yeah you want to just dive into because it's essentially like when you go on a Sunday morning, it's like, this is our pitch. Like, be a part of the fam. It's like our best, like, foot forward. Mm. We've provided coffee. We have greeters. Everything that happened today was for you. Mm. Yeah, exactly. The guys in the parking lot, the greeters, the, the coffee. The dude outside of the parking lot on the street waving at you. The people here at 5 a.m. Mm. Next to the, the guy going like this. <laughs> Wacky waving, inflatable arm flailing too, Can man. Can you keep that going for like a minute straight? <laughs> yeah, so. It'd be great for my, my, my body, I feel like. For an app, though, so you so people could swipe, right? And yeah, you just kind of. Either way. But then you want to get it has to land. be a two-way thing, right? So yeah, churches like match. churches like pick oh, who they want I to come to their church. <laughs> you got to so have bad. your own profile. Yeah, yeah. So it's I like love that. <laughs> this is so, like so oh, not, this guy was a little squirrely. Like, and then when you come to the not. door, oh you got to have like confirmation on the phone. This guy tithes <laughs> in. He's in. Yeah, automatic exactly. acceptance. <laughs> Strong history of giving to churches. <laughs> <laughs> no questions asked. We'll put up with crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy has this guy has a weird eye, but I don't know. He gives money. Let's see. That's funny. <laughs> oh man, <clears throat> that's great. I, I like love that, that wrinkle too. though. You got to have the back. 
Yeah. You got to have the church's ability to deny. Yeah. Why not? Psych. They do it all the time, just under the under, the, you know, <laughs> under the table. This is like, hey, we really just don't want you coming here anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, remember that one time you brought a binder of your own songs to worship practice? We're, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna kindly ask you to literally never come around ever again. <laughs> you can go home. That's funny. Hey, that's why there's all kinds of churches, right? Because there's some churches that'll accept some people. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the motto. Yeah. Than that. It really is. Yeah, it is funny, and this actually segues great into today's topic because it is so applicable about like just the comedic aspect of the relationship between a church goer or a seeker and the church itself. It really is like a relationship mm-hmm. where it's like, all right, we're gonna put our best foot forward, try to get you get you here. And once you're here, we're gonna do this little dance, see if like you could be a valuable member of our society and then you know what they should do? deal with the ramifications once you're it just inevitably go south well i feel like if at one point after you get people in the door it's like you should have a guy that's like just undercover treating people like crap right people have that anyway just like, naturally like, like undercover like boss guys, no, no no like guys that are just like intentionally just to like test them just to, like are you here for the right reasons because i'm gonna try to drive you away so hard and if you stay yeah. then we know you, you're here for the right reasons just immediately ask the new guy to help you change like the tire like <laughs> yeah. my, my car i blew a tire on the way in. do you, you got a minute could you help me like manual yeah. labor right off the bat yeah right oh that's funny yeah that <clears throat> that's hilarious no I, I hey you know i mean you got to make sure your people that are coming to your church are serious, right? So, what is the topic today, Justin? I'll let you. I'll let you give that one up. Uh, so, I thought I have this thought all the time, right? Like our relationship with God and being created by God in His image, according to Scripture, for a relationship. And all I know is my thirty-two years on this floating rock and the relationships that I've had with, with other people. Right. And so one of my favorite things to experience with other people or people in a relationship is, is comedy is humor, laughter. And, um, and then in the same sense, in a loving relationship, like it doesn't always have to look like this, but it's pretty common that when humans enter into like a committed type of relationship, whether it's intimate or just platonic friendship, um, there is this element of like, eh, you can call it roasting each other, but it's like just kind of busting each other's chops. Like, it's just like someone like roasts you and it's not your friend. You're just like, all right, enemy. But like, it's, it's a thing. It's almost like a rite of passage, you know, in relationships and friendships where we just, whether it's a prank or we just whatever. Right. So it's just everyone at the same time, I feel like loves someone who's willing to be the butt of a joke. And then also most people are just like, ah, there's nothing worse than someone who like can't take a joke or, you know, look at like, or doesn't get it. And sometimes it's like not even their fault. It's just like, okay, look, I didn't laugh. Probably polarizing over their head. It's probably polarizing, but like on a big national stage, look at like a Donald Trump type figure. Like if he could just take a joke and just be willing to be the butt of a joke, his whole like four years would have been so different. Yeah. Like he had to always be retaliate. right. He could never he be the butt of a joke. Uh-huh. He always had to get the last word in. It's like, but a real f- friendship, like it's just, hey, you just kind of bust each other's chops and stuff sometimes. 
Not always, but sometimes. So then you think about God and you're just like, you made us in your image. You created us. We have a massive propensity and just love for comedy, at least me personally. I would, I prefer to laugh like over like fear. Mm-hmm. Like if I go to see a movie, I don't want to see a horror. I'd rather go see something funny or like action based. But yeah, horror movies are tough. For when me. we approach God or when we think about a relationship with God, it's like a genuine like laughter is just not. Or like a comedic type of relief Haven't within they, the relationship. It's just not a thing. Isn't and it scientific we, too? That's like healing. I mean, it's like oh yeah, it's really like does well, well Bible, for your body. Doesn't the Bible say that that laughter is medicine for the soul? Yeah, I think is that in Proverbs. Yeah, I mean, but I, that's <clears throat> that could be that could also if you wanted to directly correlate that to the soul, it's not necessarily physical, but I guess a lot of people relate the physical to the spiritual and that like, if your spiritual health can affect your physical body. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I get that. And vice versa. Probably your, Oh, your physical body could affect. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's two way street. If mm. you will. Yeah. So I don't know. Are you looking that up or something? Yeah. I'm trying to find the Bible verse. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. I the guess. classic uh, Ecclesiastes. It, what is that? The, it's like the book in the Bible where it's like basically there's. Well, I know Ecclesiastes, but I just what are you? Oh, okay. <clears throat> well, like, yeah, there's a season to dance. There's a season to whatever. It's just like <clears throat> it's one of those things you read in the Bible that you're like, I can't believe this is in the Bible. Essentially, it's like, what's the point of anything? <laughs> like, it's pretty. It's pretty sobering when you read that that book. Was it Solomon? Did Solomon do Ecclesiastes? Ooh, I don't know. Do you have friends that laugh when they're uncomfortable? Oh yeah. And it's I feel like, like most. Uh, it's like I the weirdest thing ever, and you're just like, okay, you good? Yeah, you good, bro? No, but uh, they had some stuff like uh, they yeah, had Proverbs seventeen twenty two. Sorry, not to. Oh, it's fine. Continue. I don't I know. Totally just you go ahead. Proverbs seventeen twenty two. I interrupt you enough. I just did. <laughs> Actually, let me... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, Proverbs 17, 22. A merry heart doeth good like medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. I don't know why it gave me the King James. Yeah, that's super straightforward. Thank you. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, what I was saying is that... Please interrupt us again when you find another translation. A better translation. <laughs> yes, they posted. I'm coming for some normal words. Just go to Bible Gateway. I had to find the verse first. Oh, you're making things difficult. But what... I, so, like that Uvalde shooting, right? They released that uh, security cam footage. And at one point, there was like one of those dudes, he was sitting there like smiling in the hallway, like as they were hearing gunshots and whatever. The one dude went and got like hand sanitizer. That, yeah, that's a little bizarre. But the guy was smiling. And I've seen other like, like uh, photos and videos of people reacting that way in like intense situations because it's like a natural, like for some people it's, that's how they deal. That's how they deal with it. And people are all like upset at him. Oh, is he thinking this is funny? It's like, no, it's like, like, I mean, I know people that like smile when they get mad, you know? And it's just Mm -hmm. like, it's weird, but yeah, it is what I don't know. I just thought I'd bring that up because that's, I just thought it was interesting. Cause I know quite a few people like that. Did you that, find a like, better one? Deflect. Yeah, just, I mean, it's just like uh, in an effort, it's like a, their natural defense or an effort to not actually confront or deal with a, an emotion. They'd, you know, they just laugh, mm-hmm. you know, or smile. Oh. Yeah. You seen that? Yeah. I'm not going to say what I'm thinking, but I do know what you're talking about. Is it about someone who. Well, it's more 
political. Yeah, it's not worth political, it. huh? Not worth diving into those waters. Wow, Justin. One of you ever said? One of you ever said is not worth diving into those waters. Good for you. I'm I'm practicing self restraint. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm encouraged. I'm not quite there, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I'll okay. give you a little bit. <laughs> I was going to so, say it 20 minutes later. Yeah. I was thinking about. It, I'm going to say it. You know, I gotta say let it, it. <laughs> out of principle. Now I can't. I can't. Okay. Uh, Proverbs 17:22. This is the Passion Translation, which big fan of Passion Translation. It says, a joyful, cheerful heart brings healing to both body and soul, mm. but the one whose heart is crushed struggles with sickness and depression. See, that's more direct. Yeah, I like that. That's true. Right. I mean. That's what we were talking about. Physical that's why soulful. there's a lot of people that like when they're depressed, they like just try to watch funny movies. Or they just. To, they try to mean I'm depressed every movies. night? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna reverse engineer that. I would. I would I'm probably scared. say that they don't. I'm not gonna dive they into that. Like, <laughs> they just like rest in there. I would say if you're depressed, you wouldn't want to watch something to make you joyful. You're probably like, uh, okay. So you're going back to the like people who are depressed don't want to like hear about someone else's happiness. Kind sure. Of thing. I guess it could, it could be either. Or, I guess if you're watching stand up, it's, it's always like. You're not necessarily watching someone's happiness. You're watching someone else like roast everyone else. Yeah, but like, if you're so actually depressed, you're not going to say, "Ooh, let me go laugh." You're depressed. You're probably going to sit in your own sulk in it. Like, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Although I do think old Dave great. Chappelle always is good medicine. It, yeah, Dave, I love Dave Chappelle. He's a so cheerful. Good. What does it say? Read it again. A joyful, cheerful heart brings healing to both body and soul. Mm. But the one whose heart is crushed struggles with sickness and depression. How crazy is that, too? Because, I mean, we've, we've, we've touched on this a little bit. But it's, like, it's very common knowledge that, like, I like that it distinguishes, like, the physical body from the spiritual like, mm. body as well. And, you know, it's very common and pretty much accepted in our culture now that, like, bad thoughts that lead to stress lead to sickness and disease. Mm. But no one wants to talk about how, like, the right kind of thoughts can lead to like an actual like Bill Johnson talks about all the time, which also shout out Bill Johnson. His wife just passed from cancer and the dude preached like two days after mm. like Sunday morning and just gave one of the most incredible like messages I've ever heard in my life. That's cool. Um, mm. Definitely. I would recommend listening to that. Well. But, you know, we we give so much energy and oxygen to the reality that like the wrong kind of thoughts make you sick mm. and no one is talking about like, it's a good point. So if the wrong thoughts make you sick and the right thoughts make you well, and then you <coughs> look at scripture and it talks all about taking thoughts captive about being transformed by the renewing of your mind. Like it's like, what if it's almost like positively. Yeah. If you really apply this stuff, like is, is like sickness. That. Cause I mean, it's, it's hard to read the scriptures and say that like sickness was ever God's plan for anyone. Right. So it's like, Somewhere we we missed the mark and we saw things differently in certain people and that's that's a that's probably it's probably worth doing a whole podcast on but like the reality of like what happens when a spiritual leader passes from cancer where a lot of people like we we can't say for sure but it's like stress is like massive underlying cause mm. of a lot of these things and uh, it's like there's sure there's a lot of stress that comes with leading anything right but it's like as a spiritual leader it's almost <laughs> like. It's have, just, it's heartbreaking. Like, you, you don't even know what to do. Like, I, humans, yeah. when, when, are you going to active listen or you already got something to say? We could switch. <laughs> Boom. Got him. We could switch. <laughs> it's fine. 
because I was I was trying to active listen, but I'm like, ooh, I got something. Luke's got something. So Luke already admitted to not active listening. We're all victims uh, of He's it. so I'm, dedicated I'm pleading, to not I'm listening right now. I, I heard you I'm, say something like, ooh, let's check this. <laughs> I agree, Justin. That's all I was going to say. <laughs> that was a fantastic point. I, I was going to say, <laughs> so like part of the whole we're made in the image of God is maybe some people don't know this, but like there's three levels to the human body, mind, and soul, which I guess correlate to like the three, I don't know if levels is the right term, but I thought soul and mind were, isn't it body, soul, spirit? Yeah, that's right. Mind and soul are to a solid start. Right. Luke. <laughs> no, no, it's body, mind, and soul. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Where's the spirit then? Fact check. Cause I always, I always body. learned that like you are a spirit you You're have a soul and you live in a body and that we would always say the, What's the, the soul is like your... mind, will, and emotions. Oh, okay. That might be right. So body, mind, and spirit is what comes up on Google. Yeah. What did I say? Body, mind, and soul. I think is that what you said? Soul. Spirit. Well, mind and soul. My, I guess mind and soul, I always were synonymous. Body, mind, and soul. Body, mind, and spirit. So soul is different from spirit? Mind, mm -hmm. will, and emotions make up your soul. Right. That's right. And then you are a spirit. Right. We are a spiritual being having a physical experience. We're, most that's of us right, think that's we're right, right. physical beings trying to have spiritual experiences. We are spiritual beings having a temporary physical experience. So All right, I'm my, starting to check out. Can you my continue? My point with that is, is with the, even the scripture that we pulled up, like it's all interconnected, right? It's similar to the Trinity, like God, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? So there's three levels to us, three levels to God, made in the image of God, whatever. So scriptures like that that tie in uh the joyfulness affects your body and your soul yeah and how do you do that with the training of your mind right like that that's the key to figuring out i think the one where you hold thoughts captive i like what you said like normally when that gets taught like you think all the bad thoughts i get i have to hold captive but what would happen if you had good thoughts and you hold those captive mm -hmm. and made those obedient Sure. Well, how would it affect your soul and your body That's then? Got the body tingles, yeah. Right, like so it's that. like, I guess the understanding that there's three levels to who we are as human beings, and what you do affects all three levels, whether you realize it or not. That's kind of my thought. Yeah, and I like that. And what what I, what thing I was thinking though is as it comes to just joy, like because you talk about joy, the verses about joy. Mm -hmm. Is there a difference? Between, because we always see like the old church lady who's just like grown up in the church. She lives her blissful life, just joyful, mm -hmm. almost irritatingly so, right? right? Right. And so then, Grandma Mary, yeah, yeah that woman. But that, I wouldn't say that's the same joy that I experience when I'm laughing or whatever, hanging out. Like I feel like that's a different joy. Like I'm just like, well, that joy felt feels to me like it's been like bought and paid for through like years of just like. Well, answer this. What's Submission. the difference? What's the difference between joy and just happiness? Um, I think happiness is takers? a surface level emotion. Like I think we're all just this gonna... happens to me. My natural reaction is happiness. I think joy is a deep choice and conviction to say, regardless of what right. I see with my eyes, like I will choose to mm -hmm. focus on like gratitude. So this is focused on joy, though, and we could almost assume laughter is more related to happiness. Sure, I would agree to that. So. But Which laughter, is fleeting. sure. But I think laughter is important. But I think, the, yeah, hundred <clears> percent. <throat> Sorry. 
Yeah? I think you were right. Were you going to say something? Yeah, no. Are you it show him the strain thing. again? Same thing. Same, same. self Same, same, but different, but same. Right. Okay. Different I'll, translation. I don't know what that is, but... <laughs> oh, Technically a movie reference. Pulled a hair out of my arm. Um, that sucks. Because it hurts. Um, so, yeah, I mean... Do you have one shaved arm and one not shaved? One's shaved, yeah. I, I try to <laughs> shave the one with the tattoo... I don't know. People are weird about it. Some people do it. Some people don't. I do it. Shave do you, where the tattoo is. Do you lube the arm up though to make the to Some, make the tattoos pop? Yeah, not every out, day. If you're going not out for like day. date night, yeah, about as like, often as I wear pants, I'll do rub that. Some oil. It's exactly no, it's right. not that. So I have this uh, black so pops little. It's like Say black it. rabbit. Mad rabbit. Mad rabbit. Yeah. Shoot. Shout out. Mad, but like Mad rabbit makes the tattoo bomb. Yeah, it's mostly coconut oil, but it's just like yeah, it really it makes them pop. And if you have your arm shaved, like, yeah, it's it's nice. It makes it look, like, super fresh. If you take a before and after pic, it's pretty hype. Yeah, I did that just to see. Because I was like, up on does the this scale? stuff really work? Am I, does it turn, like, a 7 it? into a 9? It does. At exactly least, that. At least that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. maybe, maybe a 6 into a 9. <laughs> Giggity. Not touching that. <laughs> I did. It's fine. <laughs> um, but I, this whole conversation kind of came up just because, like, you know, Justin and I were talking, and it's like at church. I'm kidding. It is. I mean, it is. (laughs) Yeah, this is half of the deranged stuff that we bring up. Like this is a result of him. Justin and I were talking. I'm like, oh boy, (laughs) here we go. (laughs) Good Lord gave me a good brain. (laughs) Good Lord gave me a good brain. Uh, No, we were talking about how like growing up in church, especially like people were so uptight, and it's just like the only thing that they would laugh about are like corny jokes and like just. Things that just are seemingly stupid. I got you. What uh, what, what car did the disciples drive? Oh no. What sounds like a dad joke? It says they were all in one accord, bro. <laughs> Hondas, baby for life. <laughs> Japanese got it. Pastor dad joke. Sorry. I mean, I'm totally those stealing. Are that. Those are acceptable jokes. I'm totally stealing that. That's great. Yeah, someone find an edgy. Does anyone heard like an edgy joke that people are nervous to laugh at? Those are the ones I want to talk John about. John Chris has got to have that's some where quality. JJ, that's oh, where JJ content. John Chris, yeah. Pushing the John envelope. Oh, John Chris. The spiritual stuff. envelope. Yeah. He's funnier than I thought he was. Well, no, because you have to off. catch him. You got to catch him in, like, his stand-up when he's not, like, on the camera, like, necessarily. Like, you got to, like, because I showed you that clip about him and the adoptive moms that or whatever. That was so funny. It was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Play the clip. Huh? Can we play the? Clip? I wish we could. I don't. It's probably too. It's probably too uh, so long. So funny. There's like these four moms that are there at his show, and they all have adopted children, and somehow got connected. He called s- it an adopted so, children small group. So it's like somehow the moms found each other, and they all have adopted kids. So that comes with unique, probably challenges. Like so you know, you find comfort it. in community, right? And then all of them were like, one was like China, one was like he Cambodia, them, the other one was China, from? and then one was like Kansas. Yeah. And he was literally just, and then he just roast the mom that had a kid from Kansas. And then he was just like, who, who organized this trip? And it was, of course, like the Kansas mom. <laughs> and so it was, he just laid into her. Like, you know, they talk like, about when you're not around, oh, Kansas like, wants to hang out again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they talk trash about you when you're not here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so funny. So dumb. But I, I got mad respect for it, crowd work like it that. It was funny, though, because he it was like Kansas was the last one. So he's like, China, whatever it was, Thailand, China, where are you? Kansas. And he lost. <laughs> he's like, can Kansas. you even do that? 
<laughs> yeah. It's like, that ain't right. Yeah, it's just like, I know what you guys are No, it's not the same. They think he's your kid. It's <laughs> 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 so funny. It's so funny. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, like, and he was like, the, no, it was like, Kansas was in the middle, I think. And then, where, no, no, the first lady he talked to was Kansas. With Kansas. Started with Kansas because oh, after dude. that, he yeah. was like, or where's your kid from China? He's like, no, that's how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. It's so impressive because none of that was a part of his plan. No, I mean, <laughs> I yeah, because I, I saw him on a K Love cruise and he's just, his stand up is mad good. Like, I, I think he tones it down. For social media. Like, I feel like he just does kind of these corny skits, and some of them are funny, mm-hmm. but, like, he does some of these other things, but then his stand-up is, I, I love it. I'd love to see him if he was in town. Bro, you got some street cred. Yeah, for just sure. flash that in your wallet. I've been on a K-Love cruise. <laughs> well. Shout out, Corey. Most like, of you don't like even know what that them. is. <laughs> K-Love cruise. That's yeah. for the That's, uh, inner inner circle. Oh no! All the Christians. It's like the Illuminati of Christians. That's where the Christians go to drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's where all the good Christians go to have some alcohol. Is on the Caleb cruise. <laughs> JJ's like a frequent flyer over there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we need three down. All those tattoos. I've had, no, I had. I went Jesus free cruise. Was the first one. Over there. DC Talk cruise was the first one I did. Yeah, that was great. That's the one I paid for. Okay, so should I ask the question? What's a Caleb cruise? Caleb uh, is like this national, like syndicated radio station that is just still around somehow. That basically is just Christian radio. So they have a lot of affiliates and stuff, like Z eighty eight. Yeah, they play a lot of the uplifting Christian okay. popular music. A lot of jars of clay. So whoever That's, went on that jars of clay has been out a lot of, of conversation w. Smith. for a while. <laughs> Michael W's still around. Yeah, um, a lot of Crowder. Uh, some of that, yeah, yeah. So newsboys they have like reinventing themselves. Yeah, yeah, they did. So then all their stuff started sounding. How'd you get the invite? Is this invite? I was just I was helping out with the cruise. Anybody Uh, anybody can pay to go. uh, Yeah, I was volunteering. Yeah, just to help out with it. But yeah, I mean, it's it's they're good. It's just like it's funny because it's just like you know everyone over there is like getting hammered on the beach, and I mean you know like granted probably not like a carnival cruise but you know what i mean like mm-hmm. people are just slinging them back it's just like cool because you're on a cruise it's like what you do right even like the artists or just the are you talking about all the oh the artists for sure yeah they would have their little uh their entourages and stuff and yeah they'd just be ordering drinks all the time wow yeah and it's funny because growing up dude <laughs> no cell phones allowed we'll collect all of those <laughs> yeah right yeah. <laughs> put them in a basket nobody let's go <laughs> yeah. that's hilarious yeah, but no, because like when I um when I was growing up, man, I'd heard something like, you know, because I thought alcohol was so bad, right? This goes back to that conversation we've already had. But I just thought it was such a bad thing, right? Growing up and it's, there's this perception that's kinda like, you know, you know, pounded into your head. And then I forget who it was. I don't know if it was Michael Tate, who's the singer that he was in DC Talk, singer for the newsboys now. But I was just like, yeah, someone told me that they had seen him walk out of a gas station with like, you know, six pack. And I was just like, you got to be kidding me. This is like destroys my. Oh, that hit you bad. It hit me in a bad way. When I was young. Yeah. Because I was like, because I was just told that it was bad. Right. So I was just like, you're you're kidding. Right. Like, yeah. So it's just. But I don't believe that anymore, obviously. But I just remember just having that. It's just it just I've experienced that visceral reaction that a lot of people grow into adulthood and still have. Right. About just, things that 
aren't worth. Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, yeah, we've we've done we've di- di- delved. I was trying to find another word, but delved. But I like it's that. Really, the only word. Just like how we've diven. If you, you spell del- that, because I, I was like dove. I guess we've dove. I like uh, d- delved. We've d- delved. We've dove and div- I don't know. Dove. We've divvied. Just passed. No, that's not it. We got delved. Delve. Go with it. Yeah. So <sighs> own it. Because what you're saying, like essentially, it's like most people, not most, but some certain people will just adopt the conscience of the people that raised them, and that's just how they see the world. Yeah. So it's no shock that you see people that have certain really strong opinions about certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, and they could be things that they don't really even associate with or never have associated with. Yeah. And, and maybe that's just personality types. Maybe there's people who are, are good with that and they they're, and it's probably, I don't know. I'm sure there's pros and cons to both sides, but well, the problem it's is like when someone tells sides. you, right, it's like someone's like, don't touch the stove, it's hot. Right. So, like, certain people are just like, cool, like, I don't want to get burned. Right. Like, regardless of whether the stove is actually hot, it's just not worth touching well, it. Well, and the other, the other group is there's, there's some people who, like, have super painful experiences from touching the stove. Right. Right, so they're, in other words, super painful experiences because of alcohol. So, it's like, they mm-hmm. have... Probably proper like, in, con- like personally, or they right. were around it. Both, sure. right? Like, there's different. It's sure. There's so many different groups of people who. There are people who just grow up thinking it's bad, it's bad, it's bad, with no context, and they just were raised and they just took on that belief. Then there's other people who m- think it's should be avoided because their parent, right, died well, from yeah, alcohol. That's or, how I think about it. Right. Like- and then there's other people who use it fine. And there's other people who should mm-hmm. avoid it because they have, you know, there's, it's way more complex. I saw a message the other day about how if people just had a better understanding of there's way more to the story than what you think, you know, you just don't know. So it's like mm-hmm. a, a sense of empathy for somebody can really help you like connect with people. Right. Why do you think it's bad? Or. You know, like, what's your what's your well, experience with it? Dude, I, I keep going back to this. It's just so many things you can put into the bucket of this thing makes sense as a servant, but not as a master. Right. So it's like all these things, like alcohol can be a fantastic servant, sure. terrible master. 100%. So many things. Food. I mean, you could do that with anything. I'm writing that down. Um, And it's just, if you don't have the ability to have a relationship with that thing, in a healthy way, then yeah, I mean, you should probably avoid it. Yeah. Um, I'm I sorry. That. I I totally uh, I I spaced out on some of that. I love that. I um I, I admit perfect moment for a pivot. I admit I'm sorry. Um, because I'm just thinking, how edgy do you want to get here? Um, <laughs> that wasn't very active actively listening. trying to round the <laughs> yeah. corner, and he's just like, let's make this thing short. I'm so sorry. Um. So, so sorry, so sorry. Um, but the thing is, like, there. So I, I guess you know when we talk about the whole idea of when we talk about the whole idea of like when is it appropriate, when's it not appropriate, or like jokes. Like people get nervous when you talk, like when you say jokes about whatever. All pastors typically make jokes about themselves and make people laugh. Rarely is it anything like that could even be remotely interpreted as sacrilegious, which really like, 
I don't even know. Let's they look play up, it pretty safe. Look for up the what most part. sacrilegious means. Um, meaning, okay, here we'll go. Involving or committing sacrilege. Wow, that's. Uh, thank you for Can that. You use it in a sentence, please. Dictionary.com. Uh, Is that Webster's fault? Yeah, because that's the worst. That happens too committing, often. Committing, hold on, committing or characterized by sacrilege. Okay, hold on. It's having or showing a lack of proper respect for a sacred person, place, or object. So that's that's super gray area, right? Because like it's like God created us with a sense of humor, right? And we think about these things. We joke about stuff. It's clearly a joke, right? But it's just like, just because I'm making a joke about something doesn't mean I don't respect it, right? Like, because I make joke about myself and I have a certain level of self-respect. Sure. I don't know. So, So, you know, I mean, it's, it just, there's like a, it's weird because there's probably some line, but what is it? Because, and, and granted, like we talk about, okay, maybe we don't make jokes about God and like sex, right? Like, cause those two things are like, you know what I mean? Or sinning or like God, like. Maybe God's make a got joke a about super dark. Make a joke about humor. God drinking or something like because those are like taboo and it's like we can't combine them because it shows a lack of respect. But not like I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Like it's just I don't know. Jokes are just whatever, right? Just the, we're the ones that define these subjects as being taboo. Well, it's like so. So comedians get in trouble because certain populations get so offended that they can't take a joke. That oh, so now all of a sudden they try to like cancel certain people. So it's like it's really like. Do we do we really think that God gets so offended by what we do that like all of a sudden now we like ruin the relationship because he's just like I think that's our perception right like we think we surprise God right mm-hmm. right by the things that we say or think or do yeah yeah and it's it's like it, we don't yeah yeah off that <clears throat> you to be offended there's probably a sense of surprise in that <clears throat> like they just said that that upsets me. But so so you can't do that to God. Sense so. of surprise and a sense of self esteem and pride, right. Is what you're offending, and yeah. and so so I like to filter a lot of like questions like this. Filter it. I like to filter it through like human relationships sometimes. So like, take your wife for example. You crack jokes all the time, but are there certain jokes where if you said it, it would it would be disrespectful or not funny anymore. Like for that's all contextual. But I agree. So you're in groups of people though, because when I'm with, there are certain like couples that we hang out with. We can just make the dirtiest jokes and it's so funny. Mm-hmm. When it can Hilarious. be dirty, it can be dark, but it's because when, when the person on They're the other dark, end yeah. of it, like has such a strong sense of security and they, and a, and a trust in the relationship yeah. that it's like, because I, I agree. I think the funniest comedy, like when you listen to like a Chappelle or people who like, they literally take it too far. But it is so funny. Oh, when he joked about the trans woman killing herself. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. No, I mean. That wasn't the joke. I mean, I didn't make the joke. No, but I'm just saying, no, she said like. <laughs> and Luke's laughing. No, but it wasn't. <laughs> I'm shocked. No, this but it is, wasn't. This is the sense of shock right now. It wasn't like. Well, the whole joke was just like she talks Perfect. about her and then like he you know, she he represents her as like a good friend and like, you know, right. he like mentored her because she wanted to be a comedian. She wasn't very good. But like you she's know, getting he, better. Like, she's she getting was better. Grinding. She was going And through. then he was like at the end, it was unexpected. He's like, and then she killed herself. 
Like, I was like, okay. Like, and it was just kind of one of those, like, half people are laughing, half people are like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, what did you just say? But his whole point was, but, the reason I say this, yeah. was that what you were about to say? No, go ahead. No, yeah. No, go ahead. I don't remember what he said, so go ahead. Oh. His whole point was, like, the only reason I say this is because I know if she was here, mm. she would laugh at this. She would have laughed at that like, joke. Like, she, she yeah. would have been the first one laughing. Right. And it's, like, the whole <laughs> thing about, like, even when you, like, say something that, like, a joke that might take it too far over the line and, like, offend, and actually offend someone, then maybe that's, like, instead of seeing it, and this is just a thought experiment, instead of seeing it as... I took that joke too far. Maybe it's like, oh, what's what's like buried somewhere in there that's like toxic that like probably could because like I think that's the best part about some comedy. It's like you can call out like the the worst, darkest parts about life and you're just like, yeah, we can like laugh about it. Like and it's because like I can I can look at it and own it. Right. Like if it's a if I'm the butt of the joke. If no matter how dark it gets, if I can look at it and be like, yeah, yeah, he's he's maybe not wrong, right. or like there's something there, like I can like appreciate and like find humor in it. But I think like some people get like offended because they're just like, don't shine light on that part of like my life or the relationship because like maybe there's shame I there think, or I think maybe there's, there's the, hurt there. The line that that people have a problem with is when like the jokes like come off as like belittling who God is. Oh, like towards. Yeah. Specifically to God, because I wouldn't like theoretically, you would never make jokes like that to like, I would never make a joke that belittle Sydney. Mm -hmm. And then ultimately what, like what is maybe me and you laugh about it, but like, so I guess, so like, when, like what kind of, what is are you the joke of worth like, it? Like the, what, what, I guess, what is a joke that would belittle God? Because well, I think that's also like a that concept. robs that robs like who God is, the impact of God. So, like for example, I think about. So here, mm, wonder if I should say any of these. Um, <laughs> just, just so our listeners know, gotcha. this is this is just a I'll stand by. This is a website. <laughs> these are not my jokes. This is just for again thought experiment. Here we go. So we'll go I'm through sure a joke. This is going to be full of them. We'll go through a joke. We'll say, "Is this? I don't know. Is this like, like over the line? Is this over the line? Yeah, that's a good one. I to already say. feel like it is. <laughs> I, <already feel laughs> yeah. I like yeah, to start off by like, saying uh, it is over the line. All right, I am not affiliated yeah. whatsoever yeah. on this podcast. Yeah, right. So the thoughts and but it's just expressed. You're gonna laugh at it. That's the thing. Like it's funny. Like it's just. You're, you're hyping this up. Yeah. There better be laughs. I'm going to try not to laugh. How is God just like a regular man? If you're not on your knees, he's not interested. <laughs> I, need, I need to take a laugh. What, I what is, all right. Oh my God. Right, so, so that's, I was not that's, ready for that. That's probably, that's probably, I need a sub. that's probably too Gabby, much. Sub me that's out. probably too much. But why do you think it's too what much? What makes it too much? That's what I want to discuss, right? Because I think it's, it's belittling who God is. Well, but, but okay. But, so the but God is, wants you God, to like, so, so the pure, the pure side of that is it like, yeah, God obviously wants us to respect and reverent and like, you know, yeah. bow in prayer and, and honor submission. Like, yeah, it's just an honor. It's a respect thing. And then, <laughs> but then it hide the joke. So that, that's, that's the side of God it's highlighting, but the side of man it's highlighting 
is just our incessant need for sexual pleasure and then we always like are making jokes about and want like sex and stuff right so it's almost like belittling man you know what i mean in a way but like you could really see like okay not a joke that i would say at a party but <laughs> i feel like that joke brings god down to the level of okay belittling man which i, I don't think is ever right. appropriate <laughs> yeah and that's probably not <laughs> Let's have you, another you one. Guys yeah, yeah, you guys are holding back. I think there's are we a, trending there's up a, or trending I, down? I'm going to say there's a 1% chance that Heaven's that. chuckling a little. Because <laughs> he made us. Maybe. And yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Is there's a little truth in that. That's what I mean. I'm just like, okay. I'm so out. <laughs> no, so, I'm out. Well, that's why we have I'll different. Take. And that's fine. Like, God knows your heart. God, God knows our hearts. Like, okay. <laughs> I just, this is not. For laugh. This is not. Luke's like, house in heaven is going to be a little bigger because of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll come swim at your pool. How about that? <laughs> I can't say So, so not, all, not all these are specifically about God. Like, uh, uh, um, the, the fact that you're passing over some. <laughs> yeah. They're worse than the first. No, no, one. no. I mean, the first one was. I'm trying Should to get. Our get holy I'm water. trying to. I'm trying to step up here. I'm not. I'm okay. not trying to stay on that level. Uh, what do Christmas tree? What does a Christmas tree and a priest have in common? Their balls are just for decoration. That's kind of funny. Because <laughs> priests, a lot of priests are abstinent, right? Um, I think that's great. Yeah, that's a good one. I, yeah, that was great. Uh. <laughs> um, such a terrible life yeah gosh uh let's see oh that's funny <sighs> if if god sneezes when you meet him what the hell do you say like well that's true if you don't say god bless um it's interesting that that wasn't that wasn't bad that was that was pretty mild that was pretty mild thank you thank you Sneezes, thank, thank you. you. Well, God sneezed though. That's like Maybe he wouldn't even sneeze. We, we just touched on that. Jesus would have sneezed though. Achoo. It means thank you in Lithuanian. Wow. Two Full birds. circle. Got from it covered. The last pod. Got it covered. Love it. If you guys are tuned in, um, you get that right. Some of these are like, like, don't forget, if you never sin, Jesus died for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's an interesting concept. 2,000 years later, you think Jesus can laugh about it? Well, there's li it's literally not possible, though. Yeah. What? Well, For someone to live without sinning. No, I know. I'm just, <laughs> I think it's just. That is funny. It's, yeah, it's, it, the whole theory is funny about it. Let's say you got to go on a good streak. You're like six months. So No, no shot. You can last six and, months. And God is just like, man, I feel so minutes. useless. <laughs> Bro, we can last a, an hour without sinning. I could totally go an hour without sinning. Mm. I don't know. I feel like your head has all kinds of thoughts in there. Your thoughts could... And we're just taking captive. Uh-huh. Okay. Lock yourself in a room. Sensory deprivation. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, You just let it all out. Solitary confinement. I mean, you probably sin while you're sleeping, honestly. It's probably... probably Your dreams aren't always wholesome. I bet. Thoughts aren't sin. That's an interesting we conversation. I don't think you can sin while you're unconscious. Really? Your thoughts I don't can't it's be possible. Sin. Your I thoughts think, lead to sin. I think even if you have like a has dream where you're dream where you're cheating on your wife or something, that's not sinful. I've always wondered that. So you're telling me I got a pass? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> you're not making me. that choice. <laughs> He's going to bed. Christina I mean, listens. Please, Lord, Christina please. listens to these. It's someone, fine. I mean, I'm, someone I'm fine. Else. 
She so, I mean, yeah, I mean, someone else is to blame for that. <laughs> you're, you're, you're knocked out. That's true. Hey, it's well, fine. it's like, know. did, but I guess the question would be is, did sin lead you to have those mm. thoughts? That's interesting. Yeah, you could probably dive a little deeper there. I don't know. Cause I mean, I, I don't, I've had thoughts where I've almost done it, but it's just like, literally don't know the person. Thoughts like, literally dreams. don't, dreams. That's what dreams. Good That's clarifying better. there. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I've had dreams where. <laughs> no, and I've told Christina. Let's I've told Christina. JJ real quick. I've told Christina about them. You know, I'm just like, yeah, just. But it's funny. Like she'll have a dream that I cheated on her. She mm. wakes up like pissed at me. Right. Right. I'm just mm. like literally didn't happen. Like what are you? I don't know. No, yeah, that's, that's real. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but dreams it, feel real sometimes. They do. Dreams are a weird thing. So bacon proves God has a sense of humor. He invents it with the greatest meat in the world and then bans his chosen people from eating it. That's pretty innocent. <laughs> that is funny. Um, mm, <laughs> oh, man. But I guess like an overarching kind of like thought, too, with this with this whole concept is like one more. There's so much. Okay. <sighs> Hold that thought. This and don't one, active listen. This <laughs> one's sorry. This, this one's on okay. Couch. I'll go to couch. See. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> sorry. Just it, and this isn't this isn't too bad. If God really made everything, He's Chinese, right? Uh, <laughs> kinda, I don't know. I didn't mind. They that do one. be making things. Oh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. I have no idea what I, I was on the couch for. Nice. Yeah. Um, too busy. Active yeah, listening. I guess switch couches. So the, the whole point to kind of try to an attempt to wrangle and make it semi serious is just there is a massive slant in scripture towards like childlikeness and just this. And, and when I think of childlikeness, it's like the experience of a child, like primarily an emotional experience. Right. So it's like we try to boil it down and make it so serious all the time. But like kids have no interest in being serious about many things unless something's going wrong. Like there is something about just like the joy and just like the lightness of just having this like beautiful relationship where it's, it's not so detrimental or it's not so. And, and I think it's just a very, it's a challenging tightrope to walk because it's like, okay, so the belief system says that eternity is hanging in the balance, but it's like my day to day life is meant to be, really childlike and jesus even says like until you become like these children you'll never enter or see the kingdom of god mm -hmm. so it's like there's something about just um but there's a i would say that there's a line between enjoyment and joy and like good things versus like blatant disrespect like if your child if you were a father it'd be the same thing right they can like if your you kid roasts you you're saying yeah, but you, roast is like good humor roast. I'm talking like use your name and step on it and walk all in disrespect and not honor you whatsoever. Yeah, and I, I'm not I'm not advocating for that. I guess I'm saying that's, that's what I'm saying. There's a difference between funny and like okay, you're literally right blaspheming. I guess I guess I'm only coming from the place of I feel like largely i guess i can only say my own my experience with god was largely much more serious than it was playful and sure. childlike i think that's a totally different and so conversation and that's i guess that's what where, where i'm really trying to get at right right is that like we we joke about it we say these funny things and we talk about god 
having a sense of humor, but it's all about like the relationship. It's like, yeah, I don't want to have a relationship with somebody if, if there's not a playful, sure. funny aspect. And I just, I feel like that's something that we don't do good. Yeah. Either explaining or talking about or applying somewhere in the process, like our favorite relationships in life tend to bring a lot of laughter. And it's like, I think that is meant to be like a, a staple of our relationship with God. I just feel like it's for most people, it's missing sure. or it's just not really <clears throat> yeah. a foundational piece of it. And I think it, it really, it should be the, the, one of the most important pillars, just a, a genuine joy, enjoying each other. Cause it's like, why is it so hard for most people to just shut everything off and get away and have quiet time or go, mm-hmm just read their Bible or go just be with God. It's because there's somewhere there's not joy in the relationship. Sure. Like they're going places where they're getting some sense of, of, of whether it's joy, fulfillment, entertainment, whatever. Like it's like, mm-hmm. and yeah. maybe we've, we've kind of screwed ourselves with screens and kind of the culture we've created where everyone is essentially like, we're all ADHD at this point. Yeah. It's not even like some people have, it. it's like, we're all just obsessed with screens because it's just, there's so many opportunities to just be constantly yeah stimulated on that on that note about joy it's just it's tough because i feel like with a lot of this stuff like how you're taught what to do what to say what to believe joy is one of those things where it's just it's almost represented as something we're just expected to have and so people try to force themselves to have joy or mm. ask god to give them joy mm. or they'll just fake it yeah, or they'll fake it. That's interesting. So it's like, but we've talked about before, it's just these forced behaviors don't work. Right. You know, like forcing people to give money doesn't make them generous, right? It's right. the same kind of thing. Actually, so, the chickens come home to roost. Uh, What? <laughs> I think that's the saying, right? I've I'm never really understood it. it, but I think that's what they say. I get it. It comes back. <clears throat> you're saying it comes back to them? Is that what you're Yeah. Yeah, eventually they got to deal with their I stuff. Know. Yeah. No, that's an interesting point. Yeah. So, I mean, I, yeah, no, I mean, some of this stuff, yeah, but I will say, you know, to revisit that, I would never say that, like the joke that I started this with, I would never say that. <laughs> I wouldn't, I would never say that in like any kind of really context. So yeah, it's just funny that, I don't know, like, and I'd, I'd went to the extreme just so we could kind of prove the point. Um, I chuckled. Yeah. Yeah. You liked it. You liked it. There are some other ones here that are pretty funny. I don't know. Well, did anyone else have a point that was be serious at all first? Anyone else has to say anything serious? Maybe there's a question too. It's like, how do we, if we don't derive a bunch of joy or laughter or like, cause it says like <clears throat> joyful, cheerful, cheerful heart is good for body and soul. Like, what do you even do? How do you go about mm-hmm. kind of, culminating that in your relationship with God? Like, what, what does that even look like? That's a good question. That's probably where people experience a lot of, like, <clears throat> like things like, oh, well, you just need to pray more. You know what I mean? Well, like, that's why I think it's like... responses like that where they they walk away like, okay, so I'm not doing this right. Right. I or think it's pers- like, go like go to the scriptures. It's like, I don't you know. You surrender the better. Joyful, the joyful like aspect, that. I feel like you can find comedy in scriptures like... Sure, like Jesus sending the disciples out into a boat that's about about to encounter a hurricane is is pretty hilarious. I think like, that's a that's a that's a nice prank. I've never sent my friends out on a boat to literally like run into a hurricane, knowing that I was gonna go like save them. But funny. after they poop themselves, like that's like he's 
And then I'm just gonna to I'm just gonna chill and take a nap. And I'm gonna watch. Yeah, I'm just. He was <laughs> on a mountain watching it happen. He was just yeah. like those idiots. <laughs> <laughs> like as they're about to die, they're just freaking out. You talking about and when he just takes a stroll across the lake? Yeah, that's cr- yeah. Because at one point, wasn't he on the boat and he was sleeping? Uh-huh. Also, happened. That was a different. That was a different thing. It yeah, was. Yeah. That was just. That's oh, so funny. Yeah. Sea of Galilee was a little fickle. But yeah. then also people talk <laughs> about dirty girl. people. People talk about God's sense of humor in the Old Testament, and it was vicious. Like, like it was more of more of like an irony. <laughs> type of humor to where it's like someone did something and they just died like or like someone like was it isaiah and the prophets of baal like when they were trying to get the sacrifice to get like caught on fire and those guys were like 70 of them were out just like cutting their skins open well think think about dancing and guys just like those morons the whole book of exodus god every type of what's the word i'm looking for intervention yeah well like frogs Locusts, every type of plague plague directly combated a belief system that the Egyptians had. Did you know that? Like the frogs one, they worshiped like the god of something. Mm. So everything that they worshiped, God used it. He was just mocking them. Right. Like I'm the one. Yeah. I mean, that's a sense of humor. Well, the fact that that's a dark sense of humor because he ended with killing children. Let me show you what's up. Yeah. Well, the firstborn. You've gone, bro. Well, you can only be funny to a certain degree, and, the then, first and it's time to be serious. No. Uh, you're safe. You're dead. <laughs> well, you're still here. Let's go! I don't know. How does that work, though? Because I have a half-sister, and she's older than me. I, I think, think the males get dead. it for sure. <laughs> you're yeah, oh, gray the first area. male? Yeah, both. yeah, both get whacked. All right. But, Just like, the other thing, like, the Israelites in the desert for 40, you know, 40 years, like, that... How close was Canaan? It was pretty close. I think it was like well, it was a, like a ten day journey or something like that. Even. Yeah, and so he, they were there for forty years, lost. Mm. It was just like just walking in circles. That's and hilarious. The funny part is he gave them like the cloud by day and fire by night to lead them in circles. Yeah. for forty days, <laughs> forty years, forty years. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, because there were people that started that journey that weren't alive. Jehovah be clowning. Yeah. <laughs> Like, sure. well, if you're here 2,000 years later, we would just simply give you GPS, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's, yeah. We're not. Here's a dad joke What does God call his nose? God knows. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, that qualifies. So, when I was a kid, I used to pray every night for a new bike, then I realized the Lord doesn't work that way. So, I stole one and asked him, Forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, I like that's that. That's funny. Did you miss that one, Luke? I missed it. Okay. Me reread it. Sure. When I was a kid, I used to pray <laughs> every night for a new bike until I realized the Lord doesn't work that way. So I stole one and asked him to forgive me. <laughs> Classic. That's pretty funny. That's great. <laughs> so, oh, this one was hilarious. It's a bit sexist, um, but. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have started that way myself, but love it. Yeah. So, oh, wait. Uh. It was like, why did God create man before women? Oh, boy. Here we go. Because he, he didn't want input. <laughs> <laughs> but God, okay, so is God, or is God not have a gender? Well, God's uh, not a human. He's a spirit. So Jesus, Jesus has Jesus a gender. Had a gender. Mm-hmm. People talk about the Holy Spirit being feminine. So, so how does God make us in his image if he's not? I've never heard that either. you never heard of that? No. His mm. reverence says that he... He's the helper throughout the entire 
Bible. Because the Holy Spirit, Paracletus, it literally translates in the Greek as helper. And then when God created Adam, mm, it's not see. good for man to be alone. I need to create for him a helper. Well, what's interesting is when you start thinking about if we're made in the image of God, male and female created in the image of God. <clears throat> so there's different aspects about, obviously it's not physical. Well, technically he made Adam and it was like out of Adam, he made Eve. Yeah. But every human's made in the image of God. It's fair. So, but I guess my point is like, we don't resemble God physically. So there's aspects of a male and a female. So God doesn't look like a human. No, I think most people think that God looks like a human. Well, outside of Jesus, he's not a human. Yeah, no, he I put agree on with flesh, you. Came down to earth. I so, agree with you. Well, I, I just remember when I learned that, like you, you go through your life, and you're like, you're made in the image of God, and you're like thinking, so does he look like us? Most people probably would think that though. But it really dives into like the soul level of there are parts. That's why when a man and a woman come together, the two become one. It gets deeper than it's probably at a separate pod. I know there's a lot of people that do believe that it's the Holy Spirit is representative of kind of like a feminine type. It's a, it's the feminine archetype. Well, and there's also there's also the old denominations used I mean, for probably like, for spirit in Hebrew and Aramaic. So in Aramaic, also the language generally considered to have been spoken by Jesus. The word is feminine because the like God the Father so, himself embodies a lot, especially if you look. But that's at the, the thing. That's the thing. I don't. I don't know masculine archetype. Yeah, but I don't. But there's both, is my point. Well, it, but that's it would the be thing. Balance. I yeah. think. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I'm I'm kind of on that page where I think gender is kind of how we understand it because it's how we exist. But I think God encompasses both. Like right, I, so, masculine and feminine. Yeah. Jesus archetypes. just happened to be male yeah, yeah, yeah. because that's probably what would have been most respected at the time or, or whatever. Right. Well, like, even look at. But like, it's just like it, I don't I don't know that. Yeah, you can't assign God a gender. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, yeah. the part of the challenge too is we live in well, a it's world. Like, it's like Spanish. Well, so I'm, what happens? I'm sorry, I keep interrupting. So what you. happens when we go to heaven? Are we it? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Well, we're I not going to we have. Just, we're not going to have a need to reproduce. So God's like, huh? You don't need that anymore. <laughs> well, you do have a new body. That's a whole different. I'm body. just gonna hot take. I want my Johnson in heaven. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm keeping it. Like you gave it to me. <laughs> I'm not touching that one. <laughs> I don't, know. I don't. I don't know if we have enough information <laughs> to make that determination. You'll have no, you'll have no need for it. You, get all you have no need five. for it. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I'm glad Gabby's not here. You right just now. want it there. You just, just kind of just, just hanging feel weird out without it. What did, I, I don't. I don't think anything's for all feel eternity. Weird. Yeah, but I think your spiritual body would feel different anyway, right? So. I heard a cool explanation. Yeah, it dude. was saying the one became two for the joy of becoming one again. In terms of like singularity and the duality. Mm. Oh, so at one point now, we will be kind of our existence. And then you yeah. go back to like singularity where you just, you understand everything and you just see, you know, the galaxies so what you, and whatnot. what you're saying is like, there will be no gender. Like who knows? Whatever. I think actually that was probably the most profound thing that Bill said. Um, Bill Johnson said in his sermon, just days after his wife passed of cancer and, and like he comes, he leads Bethel, who is a church that's known for like miracles and healings and supernatural stuff. Right. And so it's a crazy reality where it's like he leads this organization where it's like they are known worldwide for miraculous like things and healings and stuff. So how do you square that circle? And one of the things he said that really hit me was like, if you believe the scriptures for all of eternity, we'll be worshiping 
And whatever that looks like, who knows? Because worship isn't just on your knees in front of an altar. Worship is life. It's how you spend your time and energy. But he was basically saying that, like, for all of eternity, we're going to know, like, we're going to go back to singularity and we're going to know what's actually real. Like, this is the only time that we live where we have this duality of, like, we live separate from, like, this infinite knowledge of, like, how everything really happened. And we choose faith or we choose whatever we choose while we're here. What he was saying is, like, something that even the angels can't give God is broken worship where it's like in the midst of like pain. Cause like I says, like once we get to heaven, like there's no more pain, mm-hmm. there's no more sorrow, there's no more sadness, there's no separation. So it's like to be able to give worship here amidst pain is something that we will only ever be able to give him on this side of eternity. Mm. And we'll never be able to worship him in pain or through pain and really choose joy like once we're there because we're going to see it all and right. the pain and the hurt's going to be gone. That's cool. So it's like this, the beautiful invitation of this life is to be able to amidst pain, give worship and, and praise when, you know, your eyes would see something much darker. Mm. And it's like this, you know, he, he talks about how there's certain faces of God that you only get to see in the valley of the shadow of death, right? Mm-hmm. There's only certain revelations of God that you get when you go through the hard stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and I think the final thing that stuck with me is he talked about, and this one really hit me too, because um, he basically said, you can only go to places of friendship with God that you've already been in lordship with him. Where it's mm-hmm. like, I, I for sure, that one convicted me a lot because it's like, I love this idea and concept of like being a friend of God, being close to God, having intimacy with the creator. But he talked about how, and I don't, you know, I don't, this is his conviction. This is something I'm still working through, but, and I'm sure, you know, the dude's brilliant. So I'm sure he's got a great reason for thinking it. Um, But he basically talked, you know, you can only go to levels of friendship and intimacy with God that you've already been to in lordship with him in a sense of just absolute, absolute submission where like for me, I'm still trying to hold on to like my logic, my reasoning. Right. I'm trying to see it and make sense of it all. I've been taught that the statement is he's either Lord of all or not Lord at all. Yeah. Similar concept. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's the concept of like you get. Like your your level of revelation is probably equal to the amount of mystery you're willing to to deal with. Mm. So so for him, like if I want deeper levels of revelation of God and how this all works, I have to be willing to go to deeper levels of mystery in sense of like why didn't my wife get healed? Mm-hmm. When sure. I see when I see people left and right every day get healed of this same sickness, sure. yeah. why does she not get it? Mm-hmm. And so it's like you have to have that compartmentalization with God where it's like, well, you just have to choose to believe that <clears throat> the, the kingdom or whatever is going to be more further advanced through her suffering and no healing than, than had she yeah. been healed or the, yeah, that her void on earth was, she did her job. Right. Well, and yeah, it's the whole, you know, the verses that talk about, we don't like, you know, we don't sorrow like the world sorrows because we have hope. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like you said, there's just this deep faith and hope that, ultimately like good will come of this somehow. Mm. Yeah. That's tough. Which I think it is just the the best foundation for a uh a belief system in a higher power for sure. Like yeah. it's so sad to think that like nothing matters and I don't that, know how people operate. Yeah. Otherwise. Some of the stuff you were saying earlier is just like I just don't know where he comes up with this stuff. It's crazy. Dude is just so smart. Bill? Yeah. Dude. 
But that's why, like, dude, you, you listen to someone, you look at their life and their ministry, and it's like, it's no wonder that this guy has been incredibly successful because you're just like, you look at it and you're like, days after losing the most important person to you, like, you're up here leading people spiritually. Like, that is a guy that, like, I would follow. Yeah. Like, that is like, like, these, this belief system is like so deeply ingrained in him and his psyche that, like, there is no default. Like, Right. The worst thing in life that could ever happen to you happens to you. And then you get on stage and you, you proclaim what you believe to be true, regardless of what cir- physical circumstances just, just literally happened days ago. That's huge. It's crazy. Uh, and he's known for like, he's known for starting his sermons with jokes and he gets up to start the sermon and he's just like, he's like, yeah, I got no jokes for you today. Just, just couldn't find him within me to do it. And like, and then people like laugh, like there's still like this, like yeah. ability to, yeah, uh, it's 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 incredible. It's really inspirational. Wow. No, that's cool. Um, we're about yeah, there. Talk about a real life time. application of what we've been listening to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still think we should <laughs> spend a couple minutes. Like, what can you actually do to to actually work and find more joy in your relationship or or? Child oh, well, I was gonna say something, but I was active listening and forgot it. So wow, look at you back to that Great growing. Job. You know, that's worth celebrating. Really well I do. Um, bidding, bidding, bidding. Personally, and I've heard this, you know, in, in sermons and stuff before people talk about it. Uh, but like for me, it's like joy starts from perspective. Mm. So if I feel like I've got it the hardest, I've got like my life sucks or this or that. I mean, I have reasons to be depressed, like it's going to feel depressing. Um but that moment that I can experience gratitude for anything and people talk about like, Oh, you know, in the, you know, Eric said in the morning, he talks about, he just finds things to be thankful for. Yeah. Um, and it's just, as soon as you start to realize the vast number of things that are going right in your life and that you have and that you like, whatever it is, right. I mean, we could all name tons. Um, that starts to cultivate. I feel like that environment that joy can live in. So, yeah, and that, Bring that's back for me. It in prime sessions, priming sessions. What? Yeah, come on, if we start screaming again like Scottish warriors. Yeah. Uh, Luke's never experienced that, dude. I don't even think I've shown him the video. Like he's never even seen we should, other people do. We should prime tomorrow. Yeah, we yeah. get kicked out of this building for sure. We'll go outside and we scream. Have to go early. You don't have to be <laughs> like, like six a.m., six thirty before yeah, Susan, I immediately before started Susan thinking gets about here. Braveheart when you said that. That's the, it's the music. much like that. Okay. It's literally the, I think it's the soundtrack. It's the music. Yeah. Part when it and then it's like, release a primal scream from the depths of your soul. Like a warrior running in a battle. And you're just literally standing in a room just <laughs> all together. It's okay. Great. It's magical. <laughs> Luke's nervous. <laughs> Luke is so nervous. I just so remember nervous. us at the old office. We would go into the, 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 church, the, the church's room. room and then we would just be in there screaming at like seven thirty eight a.m. That's, yeah. that's interesting. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. I need, but, I but for some people, that's not, may not, that may not be for everybody, but like just the moments that JJ you, especially loved it. Anything. I was fun, but anything like <laughs> I'm down anything that, that was before like bulk JJ, JJ more, may like it now more. <sighs> Let out more of a growl. testosterone in your body, bro. Growl is going to be a little deeper. It's about to be girthy. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not going to say it. Um, <laughs> wow. Set you up, man. I'm such a, I'm, I have so much control. restraint today. Uh, no, but like just even, 
even in the quiet, like in your car or whatever. Like, I mean, just when you're not around, when you'd normally like throw on some useless like podcast or music or yeah. whatever, you know, just really just sitting there. It doesn't even, you know, even if like someone's listening here, like they don't know where they stand spiritually. It's like, you don't even have to thank God. You can just mumble to yourself all the things that you can be grateful for. Like, and, and that like slowly, like changes perspective. And I'm, I've, I've tried to do that in my life. I mean, I forget, I get busy and forget to do stuff like that, but it's just little it simple things. No, I've done it. <laughs> no. Cause I used to have morning routine, uh, where I would do a lot of that. Well, cause it's what I do it once in a while. Uh, the whole, the whole concept of this, you can't be grateful and fearful at the same time. Mm. Right. So, mm. so as you take in those reflections and emotions, you just can't, you can't at the same physical time be concerned or worried about anything else when you're when you're in that grateful, joyful state of being. So and then I think I think it's just acknowledging that like literally you can go as far back to like, okay, I'm grateful for the air I breathe. Like, I mean a lot of times even our circumstances can be imperfect or not good, or maybe nothing in our physical life is going the way we think it should. Like I could have slept on dirt last night. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, right. you have to just go back far enough so it's like, okay. You can always go back further. And that, well, yeah. that's, and that's one of the things you can almost say that joy is circumstantial for everybody. It's just how far, how far are you willing to recognize like how good your situation is? Well, I mean, it's just, and it's that old theory that like the wishes of a, a healthy man are many, but the wishes of a sick man are single or one. Mm. Yeah. It's you good. know? So mm. it's like, you know, you have so much to be grateful for. Yeah, a lot of times it's to, for a lot of people, it just takes that like really bad life situation to force their perspective in the <clears> right place. I'm watching a show on Hulu called Alone. But I think so. Can I say something? <laughs> Put a pin in that. <laughs> Get back. I'll, I'll be on the couch. Well, Y'all see me. <laughs> well, I was just thinking about what you said earlier about how to how to like create patterns of more whatever and and thinking about That's like. You know, we've just been indoctrinated when we go through difficult times to go to the Lord. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But the opposite is not true. Yeah, like point. when we go through great times, it has not been, we celebrate, we throw a party, we go out to eat. No. You know, we, I mean, the immediate response is not give thanks to God. I mean, it's, it's not, mm. I've never, I've just never experienced that. Right. Unless the so, experience is so profound and life changing that people like fall to their knees and cry or something like may, that. Maybe. Yeah, but I'm just saying the conditioning that we've experienced growing up and through our faith walk and experience has always been like, yeah, when you're at difficult times, you have no option right. but to go to God. Yeah. Right? In a way we're almost like celebrating ourselves because it's like without even acknowledging it, we're like, yay me, look what we did. Right. We made it through. And it's like not involving God in that. And I think, I love the thought that's like to learn first requires unlearning. Yeah. It's like, you really need to become aware of like what thoughts and things that you're holding onto and belief systems that are like a not serving you, but also maybe have come from broken people that I went through hard things or whatever. And you know, it's just, it's again, it's that, it's that mental inventory of, of really getting real with yourself and knowing and, and, and wrestling. Like that's why like you look at like all these Bible figures and it's like, none of these were perfect people. In fact, most of them were really jacked up people that did messed up things. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but they all had this wrestling experience with God where they had to just really fight through some difficult realities, but you know, they landed on, on the right side. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, to your point, Rich Wilkerson Jr. 
his church in Miami. Boo. He, Boo. he, uh, like, do you know where that comes from, by the way? No. Rendezvous. They wanted to call it Rendezvous Church. So huh. It's like, you know, let's rendezvous. It's like, I like that. So they just stuck with Boo. Um, but one of their like principles is like celebrate often, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. It's like that. <clears throat> Whenever yeah, you love, have a chance. Celebrate. I always love Greg's tagline with the one big party is the world parties to forget, but we party to remember. Mm-hmm. Mm. I thought that was such a cool. That is cool. Uh, like celebrating the little things all the time. And we've done, we've done podcasts on this, but it's just like, you know, you wish you did see that more where it's like Sunday mornings. It's like, it's less about a pastor sharing his heart and more about just the community celebrating. And it's like, sure. There's some times where we need messages and there's certain times where leaders need to corral the people and get us moving in a similar direction. But it's like when that's only all we ever do and there's, and we don't do good at corporate celebrating or corporate partying type of stuff. And it sucks. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of pastors that would say that the message is the most important thing about Sunday. Well, and look up, look at like the old Testament, bro. They would have like whole weeks where they would just like, it's the week of Jubilee or they had all these like yeah. celebrate celebratory weeks where it's just like, we don't do nothing except party this week. And it's like, yeah, but in the middle, you have to have that 30 minute sermon, right? Just like at those <laughs> concerts, you know, where it's just like, Hey, we got to have the sermon. And if you want to sponsor a child, yeah, right. you're just like, <laughs> Oh man, now I just feel like the worst trash human in the world. I just can't, I came here to have a good night of music and worship. And now I'm just like, I either got to sponsor a kid or feel like the worst person in the world. Yeah. Sorry. That took a turn. No. And, and it's bad, but it's just like, sometimes I'm like, Okay, I get like that. That need exists for sure, mm-hmm. and I think that's important uh, that the awareness is out there and stuff. But and I'd rather do that in a kids. different. I'd rather do that in a different forum. Like, all right, can I just pay a little more, and you don't have these guys come up like and do their thing? <laughs> it's just like I don't know, and I know they don't do it for money, but I'm just like, no, that really stems from. So I, I, time, I don't like the pat like when Stephen Furtick came up and did his little message, or his wife, or they both talked during the elevation thing, I was just kind of like, yeah, I kind of don't want to listen to you right now. Like I was just like, cause you kind of break up this like beautiful corporate worship moment mm. for just so like he can talk about how he was involved in like starting, you know, a lot of this music stuff. And like, it was really just kind of like, yeah. I was really like, I don't know what you call it. Like self promotion almost. I was just like, dude, like, what are we doing? Like, can you just, let the band play like, <laughs> yeah, that's tricky. Yeah. No. I, so <laughs> that whole comment probably came from a, no, a, a little shred of shame in my life. I remember one time I was at like, I forget where we were, but I was just like, the conviction was strong. And like, I raised my hand to get one of those pamphlets for the kids. And then, uh, and then I didn't like ultimately end up following through like it just whatever. Uh-huh. And, and then I was just like, dude, did I just screw this kid for the rest of his life? And now, like, if he's still alive, no one's ever going to sponsor this kid now. Like, I felt so bad. Well, because that's like, because they don't have like duplicates of those, right? They only have one per kid. Do they? uh, So they, what they tell you, they have a database. That evening, yes, that that evening they only have one paper per kid. But if you don't, yeah, they're still in queue though. Yeah, right. (laughs) If you don't sign up, wait on the shoulders. We should have let us. I just screwed this kid. Like we should have let him sweat a little longer on that one. Die somewhere alone and horribly. That's my first thought. I'm just like he's probably dead, Justin. (laughs) If I just wouldn't have been such a selfish pos, you know, maybe he'd be at some nice university somewhere. He just didn't get his three bowls of rice for another couple weeks. (laughs) Justin, yeah, 
I'm working on it, guys. <laughs> hey, open and honest. That's funny. Uh, Luke, mm -hmm. you were talking about a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before Nathan cut your head off. Yeah, yeah. You stuck your neck out and Nathan You just can come back off the couch now. Uh, no, but it's a show called Alone and it's like, <clears throat> like 10 survival experts are granted 10 items they can bring and they go... <clears throat> this season, the location is Vancouver Island, which is in like the super west coast of Canada. And they see how long they can survive with no like complete isolation, one of those shows. And they're responsible for recording it all, so they're given like 40 pounds of camera equipment. And these survival experts go, and whoever's the last man standing wins like 500 grand. And so it's interesting because like the psychology behind it is mind-boggling. They After like, like right now, there's only four dudes left, and they're 25 days in, and they like several times have broken down in like puddles of tears grown like burly countrymen you know what i mean like they fit that description they bootstrap kind of dudes and they are literally like i've never been this alone like free from distraction they literally are in the woods with nothing Dude. and i'm like i'm like justin would love this but I but they're talking he's talking like the only thing i care about now is like the people I love. And he's talking to the camera that he's by himself in this tent that he made. And he's like, mm. I even wonder if they know how much I love them. None of this even matters except for like, it's like insane where mm. they get mentally because mostly because we can go our whole lives in the world that we live in distracted. Mm -hmm. And the second that you have to face, like one of the guys was talking through some like childhood trauma that he never addressed because he could just distract himself. It it was pretty nuts. Dang. It's like a whole I guess in in like I was a... saying that to echo off of Nate's point that we're not like like uh indoctrinated to to praise God for like the things you have or when things are good, only when things are bad and it like you could see that come out of people like man I there's so much good I have that I don't even realize and what really matters it, it's a lot it's pretty cool Damn. you should watch it we need to because it's also super entertaining i want to live like, it we need to go out to the woods for a week <laughs> there's like bears and stuff that people tell the ladies i was 10 feet from a bear's den he had to call the emergency he's like pick me up it was it's pretty nuts wow sounds crazy not a big camper but i'm uh i'm down to just get off the grid for a little while 10 items go figure it out 10 it's, items it's you can like, pick your items mm-hmm RV. No, not like that. Okay. <laughs> there's, like a, like a, there's like a rule. Oh. Does like a shirt count as an item? Uh, no. An Uber Eats account. But you can't yeah. have a gun either. Yeah. A phone. Uber Eats does not deliver there. <laughs> I think we should bring guns. <laughs> oh, you can't have a gun? No. That'd probably be a liability if people got they have, some They have weapons, though. They it. have like an no. axe and saw. And wow. Someone has a bow and arrow. That's cool. One guy carved a canoe out of trees. And is a functional canoe that What's he, he even had doing with it? Swimming to an island to get like muscles and or sailing, coming back. Why would day. he swim if he has a canoe? I didn't mean swim. Oh, using the canoe. If he Paddling. swam, he would die. The yeah. water's like thirty-seven degrees. That's insane, dude. Yeah, maybe I'll check it out. I will forward it. You should sign up and do it. It's nuts. I no, I wouldn't make it very far. My thought My current was, phase. I don't know anything about survival like they do, but like. It would be a cool, it totally more like liability, but like, what if it was 10 average dudes 
who know nothing <laughs> well, about survival. Like Survivor? And who lives the longest? Like it's, the four of us. I mean, I don't know. This guy shows up in a Rams jersey. Yeah. Just like in jeans. He gets like, 10 hey. items. It's like he used one for like a bag yeah. of chips. I would die. <laughs> yeah, like Bud Light. Yeah. He's like, well, hope. Yeah. Hope 10 items, I'll take uh, 10 cases of Bush Latte. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just going to ride this party out till, till it stops. Like these dudes have a system on day 25 where they can just live there for as long as they want. They have a food system. They have a water system. They have shelter. It's just That's a matter crazy. of how long can you handle the isolation. Eventually, yeah. We the fresh water would be crazy. Like just nuts. having to having to find fresh water. And you only have three days to do it. You're dead. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right, we're we're way past time actually. Um I need yeah. to use the the normal boys' room. Use Not the little boys. It feels creepy. We established that in the last pod. Appreciate that. I'm gonna use the normal boys' room. Appreciate that. Um anyway, everyone, well. thanks for listening. Like and subscribe. And go on all our social channels and stuff that we have profiles on. Just look for us. Religiously Offensive Podcast. Appreciate you. Au revoir. Au revoir.